truly God is with us this morning. I have happy news and sad news. The happy news is this beautiful home that you see on the screen behind me has a new owner and a place for Deacon to roam at will. Deacon happens to be Roger and Mary Beth's dog. The sad news is that the new owners of this home are Roger and Mary Beth McCowan. After only 18,893 days with us, I can't imagine anybody wanting to leave, but after that length of time, Roger has decided to hang up his spurs. They're going to be moving to just outside Athens to be closer to their family. And he has a few words that he'd like to share with you this morning. I'm going to reserve the time after he speaks to really give him a hard time and chastise him. Well, as Rayford has said, Today I am announcing my impending retirement, I'll put it that way, from full-time Christian ministry here at Brentwood Oaks. I know a lot of you thought I was already retired, wondered why I was hanging around the office so much. <laughs> well, anything but, but uh, only a few weeks more. I want to begin by saying how absolutely kind our shepherds have been in supporting what has been a difficult decision uh, for Mary Beth and for me. I remember the day, it was in the summer of 1967, when I walked into the building on Arroyo Seca, the Brentwood Church, before we moved out here. I was astonished then, and am thankful now, for the courage of a church willing to sponsor and fully support eight families in a mission to Guatemala. I'm confident that neither they nor we fully understood the importance of that agreement. Perhaps they were slightly relieved uh, to actually only have to send out four families and not eight by the time we actually left. After 51 years here, there are a few things I want to say to you as uh, we begin to make our way toward the exit. The best of words are, of course, insufficient in quantity and woefully lacking in quality to express our deep appreciation to you as a congregation for all you've done over the past 51 years. I will say your faithful care for us has never failed us. Today we begin to close the book on our service as ministers to this church. And I can say without, I think, fear of contradiction, from the time I set foot in the Brentwood Oaks Church until today, together we have served with integrity and occasionally with tears. I've not held back from you anything that I thought would be profitable to you. I've tried always to urge a spirit of reconciliation on us all and a confident faith in the Lord. I've taken no one's money except yours. <laughs> Nor have I knowingly mishandled the responsibilities that have been given to me and those I begin to lay down today with gratitude to you all 
I've married some of you. I've married some of your children. I've buried your parents and your babies. I've missed some important events in your life because I wasn't paying attention. I didn't mean to do it. I want to express to you also, to you, my indescribable appreciation, the debt that I owe to my wife, Mary Beth, and to my two sons, Roger and Paco, well, Carter, depending on where you met him. I was not yet married when I came to you in the summer of 1967. Mary Beth and I married five months later. Thank you. I don't know whether to drink it or pour it in my eyes. <laughs> we married that summer, actually in the fall, and in many ways, the Brentwood Church was our in-laws. Our parents were far away. We were with you for 26 months when you commissioned us to mission service among the Mayan people in the highlands of Guatemala. Roger and Paco, of course, as some of you know, were born in Guatemala. Any good, I would say, that has come from my work among you is credited also to Mary Beth. You know the service she's provided to this congregation. She's taught the panoramic story of God's love to your children in the fifth grade as they move through that year. You know of her other acts of friendship shared so freely with so many of you. Without her, I suspect that I would have been much less effective. She often reviewed my sermons before you heard them. I don't say I always took the advice. She provided wise counsel when I questioned the diverging paths before me. She has kept more confidences than you will ever know. She's honored the call of God on our life together. Living in a dangerous place, sweeping the dirt floors of our homes in Guatemala, bathing our babies in a wash tub beside a well, having drawn the water herself, bucket by bucket. She has been forgiving of my imperfections and a champion of whatever successes I've had here. I think had it not been for her, I probably would have quit and gone fishing a long time ago. I've often said from this very pulpit that God made me male, but it was my two sons who made me a man. And the love you showed to them while they were with us has been a blessing to me as well. Mary Beth, and Roger, and Paco, without those three, I would have been of much less use to you. As I step away from this privileged task, I want to thank you for some of the things you won't remember having done or personally weren't around to do them, but as this church, past and present, you did them. You treated my sons as you treated other children, loving them always, correcting them when they needed it. I would occasionally find notes in their rooms that some of you had written, calling them to account for something they had done in this room or outside afterwards. I always told my boys, look, as long as you're not paying rent here, uh, you don't have the privilege of my not coming into your room. And so I read some of the notes that you wrote, and I want to thank you for those today. They are good men today, each in his own way, making a significant contribution in his respective areas of medicine and telecommunication finance. I would also thank you for not having pressed Mary Beth to be the typical preacher's wife. She was always infinitely more than that, and it wouldn't have worked if you tried. You both welcomed me 
and endured me at the same time. You accepted the fact that I worked among you, not for you. For these 51 years, I have enjoyed a fruitful and respectful partnership with 37 shepherds of our community, and I want you to hear their names this morning. Many of you will not know some of these. Some of you will not know any except those who serve today. Here's the list. W.H. Hill, Travis Weathers, Cecil Child, Ralph Sweet, George Wilhite, Earl Mitchell, Rex Scoggins, Ray Stewart, Neil Craig, Ross Davis, Bob Baker, Ike Summerlin, Ron Durham, Ray Chester, Ernest Allen, Lowell Davis, Bill Leach, Delvin Sparks, Michael Weed, Mike White, Alan Toller, Bill Quigley, David Worley, Dan Ferrier, and those serving us today in this important role. Roland Beasley, Mel Witcher, Joe Farmer, Kurt Holman, David Taylor, Donovan Davis, Steve McVeigh, Scott Singleton, and of course, Rayford Walker. I wrote them down, Gary. <laughs> Some of these, I will tell you, were already elderly men when I met them, and at least two of them were in short pants the first time I met them. <laughs> they carry heavy burdens and are worthy of our respect. In my life here at Brentwood Oaks, it has been my privilege to serve with 18 different staff ministers, beginning with Brad Brumley, Lewis Warren, Ray Chester, Cled Wimbish, Paul Learned, Don Phillips, David King, Jeff Boyd, Fred McGinn, Larry Brown, David Gregerson, Britt Hadley, Kurt Borland, Shay Smith, Adam Herndon, James Henley, Jackie Boyd and Charlie Johansson. I've enjoyed the partnership of deacons and ministry leaders, fruitful servants all, but uh, too numerous to mention here today. So I want to say also how grateful I am to Pam Fowler and Melissa Seal for the manner in which they uh, serve us all in the office here at Brentwood Oaks. So, sometime in the next couple of months, give or take a few days, we expect to go to that place, our home in Smith County, seven acres on County Road 334, east of Tyler. Our door is always open to you. We ask that you join us in praying that God will open doors for us of useful service in that place. Well, if I go on any longer, this will become a sermon. I don't intend it as such. It is perhaps enough to say that I commend you all to the grace of God and to the word of his grace that will build you up, give you an inheritance among those who are sanctified. Grace and peace to you all.